Hey guys, Mike Siciliano here, and you are consuming another episode of Self Boss Marketing Tips. Today's topic, how to improve SEO by leveraging WCAG guidelines when designing your website. So what is WCAG? WCAG stands for Web Content Accessibility Guidelines. This is designed to help make more websites accessible to a wide variety of users. So this comes down to the development of the website, the actual code within the website. And there's quite a few different techniques that should be leveraged when your website is being made so that various screen readers and search engines can crawl and deliver the content appropriately based on the user's needs. What I'm doing today, I'm gonna touch on a few of these so that you can go ahead and check to see if your website is meeting at least some of the guidelines. A lot of companies out there, whether it be a marketing company or a web development company, they do not follow WCAG guidelines when making websites, which is disappointing because if you follow WCAG guidelines, your website is more accessible and therefore major search engines like your website it will be more competitive on the search engine results pages as a result. So if you want a complete list on the exact guidelines to be WCAG compliant, just go to w3.org there and you can get a ton of information. There's three levels to accessibility on your website. The first level is A, the second level is AA, and the third level is AAA. The first level A, it's easily achieved as long as your web development company is aware of the guidelines and they have experience in developing websites to meet WCAG guidelines. As I mentioned, search engines favor these websites. They favor accessible websites because the idea is for the search engines such as Google to deliver an optimal experience to its users. Because Google doesn't discriminate the user's needs, a website that is already accessible will rank higher than a website that is not because Google would like to deliver a website that's not only relevant to the search query, but that's functional, that the user can navigate with ease regardless of their needs. As I mentioned, I'm just gonna touch on a few of these. I'll be sharing a screen capture along the way, so feel free to go on your website right now and inspect some of these elements to see if your website has them. If it doesn't, of course, you know my company, haystackmarketing.com. Contact us, we can help, or go ahead and try to fix it yourself. Try to go into the code and uh, do a simple Google search and see how you can fix it yourself. So let me, let me hop over here, um, the minimums. Let's first talk about alt text because this is the most basic. This is one of those components that you can actually do yourself. Alt text, this is alternate text that is attached to an image. So if an image can't load properly in a browser, Google will display the alt text. I'm sure you've seen this before. The web page then looks broken, but at least you know what's supposed to be there. So for SEO purposes, and this is kind of going a bit outside of the topic for today, but for SEO purposes, it's important that your alt text matches the title of the image and is related to the primary keyword on the page. So by having alt text on the image, if the image can't load, or 
if a user cannot see the web page, a screen reader can then read the text that's attached to the image, and now the user knows what is displayed in front of them. So go ahead and open up your website right now. Take a look at this. For this, use a Chrome browser. If you're not using Google Chrome, I recommend downloading it. It's a very widely used browser. So access the website through there. Go ahead and find a photo, not a background image. It has to be a photo within the main content right click with your mouse or with your trackpad, however your trackpad's set up, right click on that element and inspect. Once you inspect, you'll see some code that displays on the side of the page. And within an image tag, within the image tag, you should see the source of the image and then you're going to see the alt tag. And the alt tag should have content there. It'll be in between two quotations. So if your website doesn't have that, I mean, that is surface level uh, WCAG compliance, accessibility compliance. So your web development team or, or yourself, whoever made the website, um, didn't have WCAG guidelines in mind when they made it. So it's important that you take a look at that if you would like to be competitive in the organic search results and improve your organic visibility in major search engines. Um, so the next, captions in videos. Let's say that you're hosting a video on YouTube and you have the iframe embedded into your website. Well, that video needs to be displaying captions. This is so that somebody that is hearing impaired can still follow the topics and follow what's being said in the video just by looking at it. So videos must have captions, whether they're hosted on your website or whether they're hosted um, through a third party like YouTube and being delivered through a content delivery network. Uh, next up, navigable. The website needs to be navigable. What does this mean? It needs to be navigable not only by the user, but it needs to be navigable by uh, screen readers. It needs to be navigable by the search engines themselves. Now, this is a very broad topic. So I'm just gonna touch on something simple here. Heading hierarchy, that's using H1, H2, H3. H2s are always nested within H1s because they're a subtopic of your H1. H3s are nested within H2s because they're subtopics of H2s. This is SEO 101 and it helps with the organization of topics on a page, which will then allow a screen reader to navigate the content easier and it will allow major search engines to navigate the content much, much easier. So go ahead and do this. Inspect your code again on your website. Find a title. Find a title uh, within your main content. Right click on the title and inspect and wrapped around the text, you should see either an H1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, um, or possibly a P tag. So if it is a major title on the page and it doesn't have an H1 through 4, let's say, then you know your heading hierarchy is out of whack and it's not only going to affect your accessibility score and meeting the level one requirements um, that WCAG indicates, but search engines are gonna have a tough time crawling the website. Next, go ahead and click on any website on the page. You should be able to tab through all of the clickable elements on the page just by hitting the tab button. You'll see the element highlight um, as you hit the tab button. 
And this means that it is navigable without using a mouse. So essentially, you should be able to use and navigate the website with just your keyboard. You shouldn't even need the mouse to use this website. You should be able to tap through the navigation items in the menu. You should be able to tap through the buttons. You should be able to use the arrows to scroll up and down on the page. This is another critical component to having a navigable website. And this last piece that I wanna to touch on, distinguishable, this is one of the requirements that WCAG indicates. The website needs to be distinguishable. What does this mean? Contrast ratio, three to one. So let's say you have a yellow button, a bright yellow button with white text over the button. If the contrast ratio of the white to the yellow is not three to one, then it's tough to read, not only for someone with special needs, but for someone that is visiting your website without special needs. It's very tough to see text that does not contrast, that leads to poor user experience, and because Google and other major search engines wanna deliver their users an optimal experience, they'll rank your website lower than other websites who are following contrast ratio guidelines. So for contrast ratio guidelines, there are tools out there. Just do a quick search and type in contrast ratio checker, and you'll find a wide variety of tools. Click on one, put the hex codes in for the colors that you would like to test, and it'll let you know what the contrast ratio is. Again, you're looking for three to one. So next, let's talk about the font on the website. The minimum font size site-wide on desktop or mobile devices needs to be 16px. 16px is large enough not only for the average user to see clearly, but large enough for someone with special needs to still make out what text is there on the page. So minimum font size of 16px site-wide. Again, you can go ahead and do a check for this go ahead and right click on the smallest text that you see on your web page. Inspect the element again and look in the right hand side, you're gonna see a wide variety of CSS classes. So look for the tag on the element. It should be a P tag in this case and look for the properties under that P tag. See what type of CSS is there. You're gonna see font dash size colon and you should see at least 16 PX there. If you don't, again, you're gonna wanna get this checked out. You're gonna wanna get this fixed. And then this, this last element I wanted to include because it is overlooked so often in web development. I've seen hundreds of websites that I've worked on that do not have proper spacing between tab targets. Now this is important not only for accessibility and ranking on major search engines, but this is important for user experience. If tab targets are too close together, an average size finger is not gonna be able to click on the correct element. So you want at least eight PX, eight pixels between all tap targets on your website. Not only will this improve user experience, but as I mentioned, it is great for search engine optimization. If two elements are too close to each other within eight pixels, major search engines will think that you're trying to trick the user into tapping the other element. And as a result, your page will be penalized and it will move down on the search engine results pages. So I hope I provided a little bit of value today. Um, WCAG, as I mentioned, w3.org. Go ahead and, and get more information on it. 
Do some of those tests that I suggested to see if your website has surface level compliance. If it doesn't, contact me at haystackmarketing.com. I'll be happy to run a free audit um, and make suggestions on how you can improve it. But keep in mind, if you are not compliant, if you are not at least level A compliant, you need to get that fixed ASAP. Your business is suffering because of it. So that's it, guys. I'm Mike Siciliano. This is Self Boss Marketing Tips. I hope I added just a little bit of value into your marketing plan. Feel free to comment, send me a direct message, ask me questions. I love to talk marketing as you all probably already know and visit haystackmarketing.com if you need additional help with your marketing efforts. Thanks a lot, guys.